Okay. You already know it's ready. I'm ready. And this is my favorite segment. You know, I couldn't wait to get off a of break so I can get to this segment. Of course, we're talking about the world renowned Cleveland Browns. <laughs> they should have never gave me that button. Oh, my goodness. I mean, listen, look. If we're going to talk about anybody in the Cleveland Browns, if we're going to talk about any singular player on the Cleveland Browns, we have to direct everything we got to say to uh, the one, the only, Baker Mayfield. Hey, I mean, make sure y'all write in your comments, hey, man, stop using the applause button. That's the only button they gave me. <laughs> you know, I'm going to use it all day. How you feeling, Burke? You know what? I'm feeling pretty good. I'm definitely feeling good about the 2018 Cleveland Browns. Yeah. And the 2019. Yeah. I mean, listen, this is my whole thing. I think that the Browns themselves did themselves a great, a great, a great justice by bringing in Baker Mayfield. You know, I was expecting uh, Sam Darnold, let's be honest, Josh Rosen, you know. And I, I, I wasn't down for none of those cats. I mean, even Josh Allen, you know. He was my top pick at first. I got I can't lie with y'all. But he was my top pick. But the Cleveland Browns went to the podium and took Baker Mayfield. <laughs> 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 no, honestly, listen. I got some stats, man. I'm really, I'm really kind of impressed by this kid. Um, I looked it up. Uh, the kid was number 17 in the whole league. Uh, okay, okay. You, you looked up the stats, Burke. How many, how many, how many yard passing yards did he have? Uh, he had, um, he had like three thousand seven hundred twenty-five passing yards. <laughs> oh my God! Oh my God! I'm sorry, y'all. <laughs> I mean, it was still amazing. Come on, let's be honest. He ranked number 11 in the league with 27 touchdowns. Number 19 in QBR. Oh. 93.7. I mean, 93.7. I thought I was looking for a radio dial. <laughs> I mean, it was amazing watching this kid play a couple things. I would like to say he's a lot more elusive, as you all have seen, but he's a lot more elusive than what I thought he was. Uh, I'll definitely give him credit for that. Uh, uh-huh. But I, listen, listen, look. I'm a type of guy I like to play in between tackles. You know what I'm saying? We're going to talk about the running game. We're going to talk about the offensive line. We're going to talk about that. You know, look, we we hear everybody else talking about Baker Mayfield. We might as well move on. Okay. Listen, you guys know how I feel about him. We spent the first part of my whole rant about him. Let's move on to Nick Chubb. <laughs> oh, Nick Chubb. Nick Chubb. Nick Chubb was amazing, man. Listen. I was ecstatic when I seen Carlos Hyde. I mean, Carlos Hyde came back to Ohio. Mm-hmm. Buckeye pride. Mm-hmm. I wish I can do the O-H-I-O right now. <laughs> Quick story. Listen, my brother, James. I can't say his last name on, uh, on air right now unless he called me and tell me uh, I can do it, right? <laughs> <laughs> but, hey, listen, um. He was a Ohio State alumni, and you know what? I remember when Carlos Hyde was there, and he kept talking about him. And this was when Z was, you know, he was stealing the mantle from him. But 
you know, he said he was going to be a good pro. And be honest with you, when we got him, I knew the run game was going to pick up. Uh, we all love your boy, Isaiah Crowell. Oh, not all of us. But he just didn't, he did. He wasn't explosive enough. He reminded me of a old Trent Richardson, mm-hmm. you know. That's the type of running back he was. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, when we got Nick Chubb, man, I was – I was skeptic on him because we picked him so high, but <sighs> he paid off. He paid off. He paid off in the l- end. L- listen, you know I got some stats. You know, like the dog always say, I got stats. Uh, the kid was number ten in the league. In the league, it's thirty-two teams. Mm. It's twice as many running backs. That's true. Number ten in the league when it comes to rushing. How many rushing yards did he have? Yeah, almost a thousand rushing yards. Almost a thousand. Mm-hmm. Well, we are gonna use preciseness on this, and this is nine hundred and ninety-six yards. And I was watching the game Whoop. when he had that five-yard loss at the end of the game, and they stopped running with him. Man, he got them late into the season because uh, Carlos Hyde had six starts in the game, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. I mean, listen, we ain't even gonna talk about that. You know, I mean, you play when you get your opportunity. But the reality of it is, is you absolutely right, Bird. Mm-hmm. I mean, like. This kid didn't even play the first six weeks. Mm-hmm. And he had almost a... So if we put that into terms, it would be as if he rushed for almost 1,400 yards this year. Mm-hmm. Check the math. Now, listen, um, I do want to add this in. I see he was number 11 in the league when it came to uh, touchdowns. He had eight. Mm-hmm. He had eight. That's good. That's a good year. Plus, he had them couple receiving. So, you know... He definitely had over 10 touchdowns this year. But, listen, he had eight rushing touchdowns for a team that was horrible last year. (laughs) How many did Correll have? Please, people, put it in the comments. How many did Correll have last year? I can't name it. Now, uh, I I seen something uh, when I was looking up the stats. And uh, as everybody always talk about Saquon Barkley, as I like to call him, Shake, Shake. <laughs> yeah, man, he only had 11 touchdowns. He only had 11 rushing touchdowns. Now, of course, we all know he had a bunch passing, but he only had 11 uh, rushing touchdowns, and Nick Chubb had eight. He was drafted almost, what, 32 slots behind him. Mm-hmm. So I think John Dorsey need to get a little bit of credit. You know, give John Dorsey his credit. Yeah, I mean, you know what? I was going to keep it. I was going to pause it, but I'm going to keep it going because John Dorsey. <laughs> now, uh, on a different note, we all know this is an Ohio podcast, and I know I'm going to lose a couple of viewers because of this, but I do have to comment and say, Kareem Hunt, formerly of the Kansas City Chiefs, now we won't go in specifics about everything that happened with him, but I will say, he has seven rushing touchdowns. I mean, I don't even know how many games he played, but he had seven rushing touchdowns, and Nick Chubb only had eight. I'm looking for the button. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? So my whole thing is, I mean, like, listen, second chances should be, you know what, let's move on. Let's talk about Jarvis Landry. Jarvis Landry, everybody. Our leader receiver. Our leader receiver, and he was amazing. He came in and he took on the leadership role of the wide receivers. I want you to you know, know. He came in there like big brother. Yeah, he did. He did. I want you to know Jarvis Landry. 
He was ranked number 19. Number 19 in the whole league. Now, we all know it's 32 teams. We all know it's 32 teams. And most teams have to have two top route receivers. And he was 19 out of all of them. Now, this is only when it comes to receiving. It's only when it comes to receiving. Mm-hmm. And in receptions, he ranked number 21. Oh. Okay, then. The kid did pretty good, man. He signed that $15 million contract, and people was already doubting him. And it's like, wow. You can't pay him no money? You got to save <laughs> all the money for Baker Mayfield? <laughs> Man, now, when he came in the games, it was some games he disappeared. I will say that. And, you know, it was some games that I was expecting him to be a lot more uh, or uh, in- inject a little bit of more, you know. But, he, he, I mean, he tried. He tried. And at the end of the year, I can say that he came in with 900 and I think it was 80-something yards, close to 1,000 receiving yards. Uh, he had 81 catches which is by far a lot more than a lot of people realize. Actually, that's more than Terrell Pryor had when he reached a 1,000-yard plateau a couple years ago. And we all seen, I was at the games when y'all was almost boycotting, begging Hugh Jackson to <laughs> re-sign this kid, and now he's been injured for the last three years. But, yeah, so like I said, Jarvis Landry did pretty good. I, I, You know what? I'm going to be honest with you guys. I didn't even take the time to look up uh, Antonio Callaway's stats, which I know was in the mid-50s, I think, with receptions. But he did lead the league. Well, not the league, but our team when it comes to receiving touchdowns. Him and, I think, Bashar Perryman was tied. So that's a good thing. That's amazing. He, he, he was a rookie, showed promise. But, um, like I said, I listened to a lot of respected, respected, you know, journalists. And um, Nathan Zagura, he had proclaimed that Antonio Callaway had the smoothest moves out of his breaks. He did the best routes. He was the fastest guy on the field since, shall I say, Webster Slaughter? I ain't see it, guys. I ain't see it. But, yeah, like I said, me, reality is is um, the offense did pretty good. Even David Njoku. Oof. You know, Steph Duvall, he, he took a step back. And I think if we had to replay everything, matter of fact, you're right. Matter of fact, this is what I want to do. I'm going to put up a poll. And please, go check us out. Check out our poll. I'm going to put up a poll. Would you rather have Seth Duvall back or Orson Charles back? Because it's going to come down to one of those. And I think, you know, John Dorsey, he's a homer, so he's going to keep the chief player. But Seth Duvall, we all know a healthy Seth Duvall is a hell of a backup tight end. We can all say that. Now, offensive line, uh, uh, quick stat about the offensive line. I won't go into uh, – because they don't even make stats – Pancake blocks the stat anymore. That's that's sad. But um, I won't go into depth about the uh, offensive line. But I will say we had eight starters on the offensive side the whole year. And most of them was the offensive linemen. I think uh, Greg Robertson missed eight starts because uh, Harrison started the eight games before then. But if you put them both together, 
The whole line didn't miss a start the whole year. That's amazing. That in itself is amazing. Give it up for the boys. Yeah, come on, guys. Give it up for the boys. I mean, like I said, I don't want to speak a lot on the offensive line, but Joe Batonio, you know, please resign Greg Robinson. J.C. Tratter, Kevin Zeidler, Chris Hubbard. Give you guys the cash, man. I mean, come on. you They well deserve it. You know what? Just because my brother used to play on the offensive line, I'm going to do it again. You know. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, I do want to add a side note. Chris Hubbard gave up the most sacks, eight. Playing right tackle. Uh, Greg Robinson, for example, started eight games, gave up zero sacks. So it was like every other game, you know, he gave up a sack, but... I've watched games where Mitchell Schwartz gave up eight sacks in one game. So applause to Chris Hubbard. Now, this is my podcast for the Browns' offensive side of the skill set. I'm going to go ahead and record my second podcast for the defensive side. Please keep tuning in. Stay tuned.